Let's just let's just do it. Mank. 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 Carly, welcome to Pillows on the Windows. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, it's been like what? It's been. It's been. Uh, Cara, we're here to talk about movies. Yeah. Um, where do we even begin? I mean, in two weeks, at the rate we watch movies, that's like 14 movies a person. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Uh, it feels so long, I think, because yeah. there have been so many a movie. So many a movie in these great fields of film. And we are here to reap the harvest. Carly, where do we begin? Should we begin with Mank? Sure. We should probably talk about Mank. We have been looking forward to Mank all year. It's true. And here it is. And it feels like it just kind of plopped and then everybody went away and nobody cares about Mank anymore. But I care. I care too. Okay. I was trying to think like, has a prestige movie yeah. hit a streaming service without that happening? Mm. Like even though Roma had a really big awards campaign, it just kind of went up and then everyone was like, eh. And yeah. Irishman went up and everyone was kind of like, eh. Yeah. What's yeah. the alternative? What What's like a good thing that happens? Like, I don't know, when 1917 was in theaters, everyone was like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. I don't know. Yeah. I guess I, I can't visualize the difference between the two because it seems like it just, I mean, it's what circles you run in, right? It's like, we're all really into m- mank. I think it's like um, when things are in theaters, people see it over a spread out amount of time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this is just like everyone at once is just like, okay, I did it. Yeah, I saw it. Next. Yep. Hillbilly elegy. Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, I liked Mank quite a bit. Uh, This is the new David Fincher film. Thanks, Dave. The game and Panic Room fame. And. What a strange two to call out. And uh, it's based on, I guess, it seems kind of uh, fictionalized in some regards to me, not knowing anything about the man. Oh, sure. But it's about the screenwriter of Citizen Kane. Allegedly. Allegedly in the run up (laughs) to the creation of the film Citizen Kane. And Car, I watched Citizen Kane in the run up to this film. Um, you did as well. Mm-hmm. We love Citizen Kane. I didn't love Citizen Kane actually. I thought it was kind of boring. Thoughts? I think it was kind of boring, but it really was just like I feel like five hundred little tiny locks in my brain unlocked, sure. and we're like, oh, this is how all all of everything happened after. You said, oh, film. Yeah, like you know that it's foundational to everything mm-hmm. that happens in movies mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. but it was like incredibly like oh everyone's just doing this right and that's crazy yeah and i, I mean yeah. on a technical level it's an incredible piece of filmmaking i think yeah but uh i was like because it's just like i don't know the whole second half of the movie it was just like this mush that i was waiting through because the lady can't sing and he wants her to sing because <laughs> he's tied up into the thing where he claps you know yeah the but, thing where he claps is fun though huh and then like he's all old and he trashes the hotel room or whatever and i was like yeah, yeah. this is awesome 
yeah but i, don't I mean it's i feel like i want to watch it more which is yeah. like not just because i want to learn more and um have another chance to understand everything but also like i did have a genuinely nice time watching it yeah me too yeah just because it's like fun old movie kind of thing i just it having the reputation as like the best movie ever made kind of was hard to grapple with when a lot of it wasn't that interesting to me i was like am i stupid or like where's that coming from this notion that it's the best and i don't know if it's just a place in time kind of thing or something i don't know i'm sure like i don't know i i guess i can only speak personally but i often feel like those times when there's something that's super revered that I'm just not getting why it's not revered. It's because I don't know enough about it. And then like yeah. once you start to learn more, it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is great. Like just anytime. I don't know. Like Art history courses in college. Sure. All of a sudden you can like understand why things are good instead of just like looking at something and be like, I, I don't know. Yeah. No, I yeah. get you. But uh, context helps. I think Mank helped context make it help i I really agree i like it it, it's so cool how it's it's a really cool end to citizen kane and i really like how it's not what you think it is which like to me was going to be this like super crazy struggle about who wrote citizen kane and it's oh okay kind of not no that's in there for a split second at the end if you care about that i guess and I think people really do care about that. And that's why or that's one of the reasons that I've seen why people are disappointed. OK, I, I guess I can see that, but I didn't really know anything about this going in either the movie itself or what it was about. You know, like, I don't know. Outside of Mank, I still don't know anything about what was going on at this time. Yeah. So for me, it was just like good dialogue scenes for two hours. And I was like, hell yeah really good dialogue scenes yeah just like fun i don't understand people who are calling this boring because i was more entertained steadily entertained by this than a lot of movies i've seen recently yeah i would agree it really feels like um uh like i always use this word but it does feel like candy it's just like people who are really good at things yeah doing things well yep Made by someone who's really good at making movies. I don't know. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, this is great. I don't know. I think it's, yeah, it's acted well. It's shot well. I think the topics it covers are interesting. Mm-hmm. In and of themselves. I like all the political stuff going on and all the wheeling and dealing about all that stuff. And I like that it's about David Fincher in some way because his dad wrote it. Yeah. So there's like this meta textual thing going on where it's a movie about itself about movie making about itself and that's cool i'm into that yeah and it's about david fincher referencing fight club i guess in some ways but oh really well just with like the cigarette burns but like that was a reference to oh, movies right. from this era so but this yeah, is yeah. A, it's just like yeah the david fincher verse reaches its peak but that's like the most fun thing in the world, right? Like if <laughs> I don't know, like yeah. tearing all those little things apart is like the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. But I th- I also think you can take all that out of this movie and it's still well made as just like a character drama or like a character examination type thing. Yeah, it was also 
I was just like time and time again so pleased at like how it wasn't um about a nasty man. Yes, just played like, by a nasty man. Yes, played by a very nasty man, we should be clear. Um, yeah. But it's like, I guess not knowing anything about Herman Minkowitz, I, yeah. you just kind of figure that like, I, well, number one, Fincher likes making movies about maniacs and yeah. people who are super self-centered. And, yeah. and to some extent, that's true of this man, Yeah. Um, at least in this, this depiction man. of him. But he's also just, he's like solidly good. Like he yeah. really has principles and he's really trying to abide by those principles. Yeah, he has character flaws that hurt him, but it's not who he is. He's not just an alcoholic or whatever. You know, there's right. more going on there. Um, and he has like, this is like... <laughs> weird respect for women i feel like comes through in this movie where he is talking to them in ways no one else is talking to them throughout right. this movie which is really I, I like entertaining is a weird word but i was it was just always nice when he was just ta talking to a woman in this movie and just like having a conversation yeah it feels like incredibly pure of heart for number one a david fincher movie and number two like a movie taking place during this time yes yeah. He's not just trying to sex every woman that, you know, right. he comes across, but yeah. poor choice of words that he meets in this <laughs> <Okay>. movie. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. It's okay. Um, we need to call out our Tuppy. Wonderful, wonderful Tuppy. Tuppy. Such weird casting. And like, yes. there's some real arguments to be made against. Um, <laughs> I guess, yeah, multiple casting choices in this movie. Sure. Um, one being the dramatic age difference between Tuppy and Gary Oldman and the fact that in real life they're this exact same age. Um, sure. But I thought she did a wonderful job. And it was so cool to see her in something that's not sensei. Ouch. Yeah. Sorry. No, I agree with you. And also, I think the, uh, <clears throat> I don't know her name, but the the lady who's helping him with the. Oh, Lily Collins. Yes. Yes, she was very good also. Yeah, as is Amanda Seyfried, and apparently, yes. like everyone thinks, Amanda Seyfried's just gonna win the Oscar. That'd be great. I think she did a an awesome job in this movie. Yeah, I think she did a really great job. I like. I guess but... it is a true supporting performance, but I don't know. I just kind of want her to have a little bit more stuff to do. I guess. Yeah, yeah, but her scenes are always good. Yes, so and she's know. really yeah. good at being like expressive with little dialogue i guess yes just like charles dance yeah Ooh, i love you some charles dance <laughs> it's true he was great man yeah now car mm -hmm. i have to ask how do you feel about the look of this movie hmm. that's fine okay okay i think i i i would rather it be in black and white and it is okay <laughs> you win <laughs> it worked <laughs> things went my way um yeah, I I guess I would want it to maybe look a little bit clearer. Okay. Well, like, I think you, you pointed out the bloom. I think maybe yeah. a little less bloom. Yeah, bloom is bad. I don't like yeah. bloom. Uh, the whole movie has this kind of like filtered look to it where yeah. it never feels it feels like modern cinema. It, it doesn't feel like an old movie, which is what I have a problem with. You know, when yeah. they do like affectations of old movie making, but it, not in a way that feels real, just in a way that feels like 
an affectation. And that's how I feel like this movie looks like it was edited on a computer. It doesn't feel like film film to me. Right. Which, well, and it's, it be, I don't know. I had started to look into why David Fincher chose to shoot di- digital and like, I can't argue with the guy. Like It seems like there's some good reasons there, but it is so funny to think of like all of the effort that went into undoing the fact that it was shot on digital, you right, know? Right. Digitally using digital tools to make this less digital looking. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, and but, you can, I think that must be why it feels a, a okay. or it just like looks a little off. It's just yeah. like, there's so much going into this trying to be something it's not. Yeah. And, in some ways, I kind of like that because it gives it this kind of unique edge where mm-hmm. it's ne- it never feels complacent. It's always like it looks a little off all the time. And I kind of like that, especially like there's that scene where uh, she's out on like the the pyre, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I thought mm-hmm. that all looked fantastic. And then there's like that sweeping aerial shot of them shooting the horses coming through. And I just thought that all looked yep. fantastic. And that was like. Okay, this this approach can work in certain cir- circumstances and look really good. And I was like, okay. So, yeah, it's certainly like as well done as you could get with what it is yeah. trying to do, I guess. Yes. Also, really quick in that scene, my favorite, favorite line in the whole movie when Amanda Seyfried's like standing on the stake thing, Gary Oldman go- or Mink goes, uh, what's at stake here? And I got a real <laughs> giggle out of it. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Carly, come back. That was funny. Uh, As long as we're talking about Mank, we should mention uh, Traticus putting God's work in here. Mm -hmm. Fun soundtrack. Really beautiful. And like, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised at how well they could take on this sort of project, I guess. Yes. It it doesn't really feel like Traticus most of the time. Right. Because it's very. Which it can't. It would have been insane if it did. It would have been awesome. (laughs) Oh, hand covers bruise through this whole movie. It would be so (laughs) cool. Uh, But no, that's not what this is. Uh, Yeah. Kind of weird. The Spotify soundtrack um, is an hour and a half long. It's just like all of the, you know, all of the music. And they're all like a minute long. So it's like 57 tracks. An hour and a half. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to listen to all of this, but I like the vibes. Yeah, it is good vibes. So. Huh. Hmm. I feel like we really didn't talk much about Citizen Kane, the best movie of all time. Was there anything else you wanted to say about Citizen Kane, Car? Um, I figured out Rosebud pretty early. That felt good to me. You didn't know going in. No, I didn't know going Interesting. in. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like that's right out there with Darth Vader in terms of plot twists that everybody knows on Earth. Who's Darth Osmosis. Vader? Um, some guy. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I. It was weird because there's a Simpsons episode <laughs> that is basically the plot of Citizen Kane. So it was just fun seeing like all the shots that I already oh, knew. Oh, that's funny. Like Did they Simpsons. do the mirror thing? Oh, the mirror thing. <laughs> Almost definitely. <laughs> and it's just like him. It's Mr. Burns. As Citizen Kane, so it's like Mr. Burns as a little kid <laughs> out in some shack in the woods, you know, in the mm-hmm. winter. Um, I didn't understand what was happening, I'll admit, for a little bit. Where I'm like, okay, he's rich, but he, but his mom, and then he's to school, sled Citizen Yeah, I can't pretend to understand much of it either, but. Okay. Yeah. Still recommend. I wasn't doing as close of a watch as I would have liked sure. either. I need to like sure. do a sit down, you know. You didn't study yeah. every single frame, all the all the different 
shot compositions do. Shot, shot compositions. <laughs> um, yeah. I like Orson Welles a lot. He's, <laughs> I don't know how he was as a person, but I like his presence in a movie. It's cool. Yeah, I his do too. He's cool. very, um, uh, he has a lot of energy to him, I guess. Yes. He's very theatrical. Yeah. And I like that. Fun dancing scene with the like, I don't know what they're called. The lady dancers. <laughs> the lady dancers. And the man <laughs> who sing the song about <laughs> yes. Citizen Kane. Yeah. One of the best scenes in all of film. <laughs> film. Um, okay, Carl, let's move on then from okay. that to wherever you are. Where, where do you want to go, Carl? Ooh, I don't know. The B movie, B movie, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, you want to do a couple of them? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh B movie's not great. It's fine though. Why why'd you do it? It was on Netflix. I was like, eh. <laughs> you know. I thought it was gonna be a more specific reason than <laughs> no. that. No. Uh, uh. I just put animated into Netflix and it was on the list. It was like that or the crude's one. And I was like, well, this would be funny to have watched. So that's what sure. I yeah. Um yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, Shrek is fine, Car. I don't. Did you did you send that about Shrek going into Congress? <laughs> no. Know? What are you talking about? Was that not you? No. The Library of Congress is adding Shrek or something. Oh, sure. It's pivotal. Uh, Shrek's fine. Sh- I haven't seen in a long time, but you cannot argue the cultural consequences of Shrek. Consequences is a great word choice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so weird that it has this identity that is completely outside of itself and yeah. was never the intention. Just like B movie. Yeah, that's true. But B movie, I feel like the jokes are so one note. Yes, and also no one actually likes B movie. Right, Shrek is a much better movie than B movie. Right, is. Do you know what B movie is about? A B. Yep. Okay. Um, tell me more. Tell me more. I must know. I'll give you like the, the quick synopsis here. Uh, it's about okay. Jerry Seinfeld. B um, doesn't want to be a drone his whole life. So he goes out with the like the pollinator bees. And mm-hmm. They're like big, tough guys. Anyway, he falls in love with Renee Zellweger, who is a human. OK. Or her character anyway. <laughs> so there's this plot where Jerry Seinfeld B is in love with. Renee Zellweger, and she loves him back. Uh, and there's jokes about them having sex in this kids' oh, movie. No, and he's a bee. He's like a little tiny bee. But then Jerry Seinfeld finds out that humans are harvesting honey from bees, so he sues honey makers. So the middle is like this courtroom drama where John Goodman is like, "I'm a country lawyer, and I represent the humans." And then there's is like, is he this- a human person? Yes, everyone is a human, basically, except Jerry Seinfeld as a bee. Okay. But all the bees can talk, and, and humans can hear them. <laughs> but then, the weirdest thing happens, which is that that plot line resolves itself, and there's like 45 minutes of this movie left. No. And See, that's my hell right there, is yeah. like, I would pause it and like go to the bathroom and see that there was yep. 45 minutes left, yep. and I would want to... You're describing a scenario that happened to me. Uh, <laughs> And I don't really recall what the rest of the movie is about, but I, it, not a great B movie. Hmm. Um, can we talk about Tenet? Sure, but no spoilies. It would be impossible for me to spoil Tenet because I didn't understand a single thing that happened. 
Yeah. I'm going to be so angry if you do, but I'll let you proceed. Okay. Well, ask me anything, I guess, about Tenet, and I will not talk about spoilers at all. Did you turn on the subtitles? Tried to, didn't have any. What? I'll bleep that out. <laughs> um, no, Harley, I chose not to do that. Okay. I wish I had, though, because it was very hard to understand anything. I thought they were going to fix that, honestly. You know? No. No? Because Nolan doesn't think it's bad. Okay, but <laughs> there is a scenario where people say, Nolan, no one can understand a line of dialogue in your film, film, and he says, okay, for the Blu-ray, here's what I'll do. And then he fixes it, right? No, th- no this is how but, the scenario goes. But that's a technical Nolan, no one can understand anything in your movie. He says, that's how real life is, so. <laughs> He's so right. He's so right. Real life with the time <laughs> backwards stuff. <laughs> and the bullets. Um, yeah. Okay, so no, I couldn't understand anyone. Next line of questioning. How's Robbie? He was honestly underwhelming, if only because I like Robbie. And I was expecting mm-hmm. more, but I think it's just how his character is written. Okay. I think Robbie was giving it his all, but there's just nothing there. Yeah, I mean, that's typical of Nolan characters. How's John David Washington? Good, but also the same problem. And I'm guessing same for Elizabeth Debicki? She, I think, was the best. Uh, Really? She had, like, emotions and stuff, so she was. But mostly they were, you know, woman emotions. Because of (laughs) women scenarios, you know what I'm saying? I'm guessing she's, I don't know, want to know, but. Yeah. Dead. No. Oh. Well. In well, what way? Oh, God. Are okay. you saying at the beginning or the end or the beginning? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you have fun? Mm, yeah, mm, mm. Uh, mm. The action sequences are occasionally like some of the coolest action sequences I've seen hmm. in a movie. Like, honestly, like. This is how uh, people talk about Inception. In certain ways, you know, I started to feel some of that with this movie where I'm like, okay, okay, this is this is crazy. This is awesome. Oh, cool. But that's like that's maybe 10 minutes of this two and a half hour long (laughs) film. (sighs) The first not to there's no fun stuff for the first half of this movie. It's just. Oh, my God. No. Yeah, totally. I was so disappointed. It's like. It's just people talking like it's like people maybe doing like a mission in sort of like a spy movie sense. But Mm -hmm. the fun time stuff does not actually play any role until pretty late into the movie. What is he thinking? I don't know. Because like there's this at the very beginning, there's that opera house. I don't know. It's been in like trailers and stuff um, where there's like this hostage situation at a uh an opera house um mm-hmm. which is shot very well like it's it's an interesting idea it's based on an actual event that happened i learned which is crazy that they took an entire you know opera house hostage um maybe kind of weird to make that into a movie hmm. Nolan, but that's fine um but then after that it's just like it, it just bottoms out for like an hour Oh, God. And again, you cannot hear anything anyone is saying. So in this movie, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Where 
you know, the first hour and a half is dialogue and you can't understand anything. It's not a great movie watching experience, Carly. Right. And I just realized why you wouldn't say that you didn't have subtitles. <laughs> anyway. Moving on. Yep. Um, okay. I think last question I have off the top of my head. Yeah. Where does it go in the Nolan Power Rankings? For you, Ooh, I don't. Uh, th- there's not a lot of power in those power rankings for me. Okay, um, where does it go in the weak, weak rankings? <laughs> the stuff I liked was some of my favorite Nolan stuff I've seen. Okay, but just tell me what's above or what's below. You know, give me some sense. Uh, <sighs> it's really not. It doesn't have that Nolan. It doesn't have a Nolan. It has a Nolan third act in that the third act is a lot like the third act of Inception. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't do the thing. You know, there's no there there at the end. There's no like sure. he doesn't like twist the knife at all the way he usually does. So. All I'm kind of coming away from it with is this movie looked fantastic for the most part, like super well shot. Soundtrack is fun and the action sequences are cool for the most part. Hmm. But it's two and a half hours long and there's nothing to take with you afterwards. So I don't know. It's not great. It's not a great movie, Uh, but those action sequences are pretty awesome. Better or worse than Interstellar? I guess that's kind of where I'm getting at. Better? I hate Interstellar, though. Oh, I don't I love... hate Tenet. Okay. I was just like kind of mystified for most of it. And I was, occasionally I was like, oh, cool. You I feel know? like I need to like take caffeine pills or something before I watch yeah, it. Yeah, so no, just, it's like, like the in. most cocaine movie ever made. Because it's just like <laughs> people talking about stuff that doesn't make sense and you can't hear any of it. And then all of a sudden it's like, and now I'm like, you know, running through time or something. It's like, Whoa. okay. Okay, no Christopher one... Nolan. Oh, it's so weird because like he does make immensely popular, fun, high quality things, but he also just like feels like a man child. And it's like, oh, totally. Yeah. I don't know. Like, wouldn't this be cool? Yeah, right. I guess it would. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Dunkirk wasn't man childish. No, it's true. He That's should do more my, like that. <laughs> That's probably my Nolan of choice at this point. It's Dunkirk. I like Memento a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah. It's so... You can't really hold it against it, but it's so kind of representative of a certain type of, like, movie taste or something that it's kind of hard to deal with at this point. Memento. Yeah. It's like the... That's another one that, like, I watched in a few different college dorms. Sure. And they all have Bob Marley posters on the wall. You gotta see this movie. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, but wait. I also have like forced other people in my life to watch Memento. So sure. I'm part of the problem. What's your go to force people to watch this movie movie? Oh, that's tough. Because I like hmm. it. It depends like whether I want to put my heart on the line or not, you know? Sure. Like you're going to leave me. <laughs> after this possibly or just in like if you don't like this, it will absolutely ruin my life forever. Huh. You know? I have... Uh, no, I'm numb to that whole... Concept. Oh, God, no, it kills me. Nobody likes movies. <laughs> you know? 
It's like, oh, Tucker sure. likes a movie. And then everybody runs away. <laughs> ink. It's called Ink. What? Nothing. Um, okay. That's some deep lore. Pillows on the windows, deep lore for uh, the people at home, the wiki editors. Uh, Carly, what movie, though? Um, I watched Sound of Metal. No, what movie do you pick for other people oh, to watch? Oh, okay. Uh, Lordy, Lordy. I don't know, man. Um, Sound of Metal? I would tell people to watch Sound of Metal. I've watched, I've made you multiple people watch them. Leave No Trace. That's a big one for me. Okay. Okay. That one does kill me if people don't like it, though. Ooh. Yeah, that's tough. What movie through the process of this podcast has been like that for you in respects to me? Like telling you to watch things? Yeah, and then you were disappointed in my response. Oh, I feel like that happens all of the time. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> well, we just have different movie taste. And yeah, that's true. for some reason, I never like unlearn that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, oh, it's always no, like, no, you'll get this one. You'll f- yeah, you'll feel the exact same way I do about this. And like, of course, that doesn't happen every time. Yeah. Uh, Primer is my choice. Oh, that's a fun one. Yeah. yeah. I've made multiple people watch Primer as well. Yeah. I'm like, you're just stupid. You didn't understand it. It wasn't person as that. It was people. <laughs> I think about that so often. It's so good. Um, Columbus is another one that I've made a bunch of people watch. Oh, the architecture. Yes. Love that one. Okay, with uh, Florence Pugh. Pugh? Yeah, sure. Pugh. Car, tell me about Sound of Metal. And I'm going to put okay. a filter over your voice so the entire time you're talking, it's like... Yeah, man. Okay, so I was really excited about this one. It's one of those that, like, it really is a... There's no way I'm not going to like this. I could just tell. Sure. Uh, from the trailer, and Riz Ahmed is amazing. Olivia Cook, who I discovered through another movie I watched during this time, is amazing. Um, I'm starting to feel like... Movies about metal or punk mm-hmm. bands yes. work really well for me. Okay. Okay. And I don't know if that's green. I think room. it is because those yeah, exactly. And I guess you could count her smell. Like that type of scene. Josie. You know? Sure, Josie. <laughs> I'll count it. Okay. Um yeah, I th- I don't know if it's like the types of people who make movies about those Mink. types of bands okay um or if it's like the types of people who would be characters in those stories but regardless um yeah it, it, <laughs> can you set this movie up for us yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay so riz ahmed plays a drummer in a metal band and experiences very sudden and very dramatic hearing loss um and he also has a history of uh, he's an addict um okay. a recovering addict um so it's it it moves so much different than you would think like you think or i kind of thought like half of the movie was going to be him like trying to play these shows still and like just kind of being stuck in the what am I going to do? Well, I guess I'll just keep doing this sort of thing. But it really quickly moves to he goes to a group home sort of thing that's specifically meant for addicts who are experiencing hearing loss. Um, specific. OK, it is highly specific. Um, and it's such I use this expression earlier, but it is like the definition of a pure of heart movie to me. Aww. Like it. It's so genuine and it feels so real and it like subverts so much of what you would think 
um, I guess like this type of character would be like, like there's a really cool transition early on where like the first scene is just him playing at a show. Um, and notably he's in the band with his girlfriend who's been his girlfriend the entire time he has been sober, um, which is like four years, I think. Um, and they wake up in their RV that they live in together the next morning and he's like doing pushups and making a green juice and stuff. Like this is a guy who like lives as close to a healthy and normal life as he possibly can. Um, and then you just... And also, it was cool to see, like, a relationship in this type of movie that's not awful. Sure. Like, she is his entire... They love each other so much, and she's such an incredible support system. And, like, it was cool to see that not be the point or something. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, yeah, then he starts to experience this hearing loss, and it is so... Uh, so emotional and so panic inducing uh, like yeah this is uh, a guy who it, god there's such interesting like sort of themes or parallels it starts to draw where like of course he's operating on such a high level of stress and panic because that is an immensely terrifying thing to happen where like all he's trying to do is find a solution as quick as possible and he it's so impossible to come to terms with the new reality, essentially. Um, but he starts like kind of falling down addictive tendencies and like the type of dis desperation you might see someone display those tendencies with, but he's just trying to get his hearing back. Um, and it's so much about like letting go of, a life that you loved <laughs> it's like oh my God. Uh, yeah it's but it's so it's not it's so sad but it's not like it's such a like beautiful story i guess is the right oh. word and like i said pure of heart where it's just like it's it's just trying to take you through a very um universal emotional journey but in this highly specific circumstance i guess Okay. And really amazing acting. Um, a lot of people are pointing out that while Reza Ahmed is not or has not experienced hearing loss, um, many of the people in the movie are deaf or are like in the deaf community. Um, hmm. and that's super, super cool because obviously he's in the um he's at the home for the deaf people. Um and you can tell, like, it just feels so genuine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't, I don't know. I I loved everything about it. It was, it's going to be, like, one of my top for the year, I think. Carly, no spoilers ah, on our no list. Spoilers, no spoilers, no spoilers. Greyhound. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Sound of metal. Okay. How would it compare to her smell in terms of mood? So different. Okay. Um this was way more like, I guess, maybe the once everything calms down in her smell. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it's not. Also sweaters. Yeah, it's so weird. It, it's, he's anxious, but he's far more like internal, which I think has yeah. a lot to do with it. Okay. Um, And he's not losing his mind the entire time, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 Man, her smells pretty good. 
It's so good. <laughs> there are like there's similarities beyond it being about a musician. Yeah. Like the way that it switches to stillness um a lot of the time reminded me of her smell, especially the act when you're at Elizabeth Moss's house. Yeah. Um but yeah. Also cool sound design is the thing I yeah. didn't mention. What does that mean in this context? Is it just like the I don't want to is... give away um there's like multiple reasons why the sound design is cool. And I don't want to give one away because it's like a plot point. Sure. Um, but they fluctuate your, th- they take you into his experience um, uh, a lot. Yeah. yeah. And really like they transition in and out of it really well too, where like they hold you there just long enough to remind you um, yeah. and then like bring you back to everyone else's reality um, hmm. in yeah, really kind of seamless ways, I guess. What's the name of the movie? Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal. I'll have to give that a watch, Carl. Please do. Oh, my God. Yeah. Where's that available? Is it on VOD? Is it limited VOD? <laughs> Where did I watch it? I think it's on Amazon Prime. Prime. Yep. We love you, Amazon Prime, for well, giving us great okay, sure. film experiences <laughs> like heavy metal. Sure. I sincerely miss those heavy metal bands. Mm. Okay. What else have you been watching, Car? I'll do Thoroughbreds really quick because okay, sure, talking yeah, about okay, Olivia yeah. Cook. Um, oh, another oh. super, super. Ooh, huh? What's who? I don't know. You're you're doing the thing again, Car. But I'll <laughs> go with you. Sure, Thoroughbreds. Olivia Cook. Yes, Olivia Cook okay. and Queen Anya Taylor Joy. Queen Anya Taylor Joy, of course. Oh, Queen Anya Taylor Joy in we Thoroughbreds. Must discuss. Yeah. Got it. Yes. Um. So. It was one of those movies that's been on my radar for a while. Just kind of like a cool, I think, indie that uh, people like a lot. And it's about Olivia Cook, who is... I, I forget if they, like, directly diagnose her as a psychopath. But she has, like, a history of, like, killing animals and stuff. Um, but she's, like, a pretty normal gal, all things sure. all things being said. And she has this, like, childhood friend, played by Anya Taylor-Joy, course, who... Of course is this like immensely wealthy, but deeply unhappy. Um, also teenage gal. Um, and they want to carry out a murder plot. And... Of course. <laughs> yeah. It's A to B to C with this movie thoroughbreds. <laughs> and it is just, um, it is like very, very fun. Great vibes throughout. I love great, great vibes, to dude. see Anna Taylor Joy and Olivia Cook. Like just two really fun actresses uh hitting like perfect tens all the way through. Sure. Um and it's one of those where it's like sometimes it's fun to watch movies that are about super rich people because they just like capture the vibes so well and you get to like just be in a nice house the entire time. And this is one of those. And there's okay. like a, one of the characters. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what's the spoiler. What's not a spoiler? The character they want to kill. Um, <laughs> he uses a um, rowing machine, you know? Okay. Winklevoss so, twins. Got it. <laughs> so all of the time when you're in this house, you're just hearing this like dull. Whoosh, whoosh. It's so annoying and so, like, um, perfectly captures, like, the masculine essence of this character. It's really, really good. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Hmm. So, it's, like, I, it's just, like, 
Um, I can see myself watching it a bunch more times in the same way that like I rewatched The Invitation a bunch. Sure. Yeah. What's The Invitation? Uh, thriller about like a dinner party gone wrong. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Car. Mm-hmm. I have some bad Anya Taylor-Joy for you. I know. I'm oh. embracing myself. Mm. It's called Queen's Gambit. <sighs> yeah. Oh, I see. I, okay. New Mutants was a movie I, <laughs> I watched. Oh. <laughs> you have multiple. That's if we right. want to pull the curtain back on my joke. Uh, no, New Mutants is terrible. Yeah, That's all about course. all I have to say about that. Yeah. It's shot like a bad TV movie and <laughs> has no plot to speak of. And I don't know what was happening in this movie card. <laughs> it's insane. Do you think it like was ruined? In, like, like, did it have any hope or? No. What? Okay. There's no plot to it. I yeah. don't know. It's like, no, it feels like a TV pilot or something. There's no, hmm. there's no arc to it at all, really. Um, so I don't, it, maybe it had, you know, like Disney plus has a new television show, the new Mm. mutants. Maybe there's some promise there, but as a movie, it's like, no, it looks like it costs about $15 to make. And Anya Taylor Joy is like, I am from Russia or something. I love that though. No, it's so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Cause she's like the, she's, she has a dark path. Tell ya. <laughs> anyway, I didn't care for the new mutants very much, but it has a cool poster. Um, yeah. And I, I, I couldn't get into Queen's Gambit car. I don't know what happened, but. How far did you go? I watched the first two episodes. Oh, well, that's not far at all. No, see, no. Okay. If you make the length of a long movie and it's not good. To get to oh, the good but parts. I don't think you can argue it's not good. It's not good. The first episode's not good. I don't think the first episode's not good. It's just not the vibes I want. It's like a Ron Howard movie. It's like a beautiful no, mind. I got so many a beautiful mind vibes from this movie <laughs> slash limited event series God. called Queen's Gambit. It's yeah. just it's so it's just all like the most surface level, just like the mom drinks or whatever. And then she's like, did you win your chess tournament? And then Anya Taylor-Joy says, I beat all the men at chess with my chess moves. <laughs> and it's like, okay, great. Eight more hours of this, huh? And I was like, nope. Yeah. And then it's just like, she doesn't, she's just good at chess. Like, that's not interesting. Oh my God. There. Well, no, come on. She just sits down with a dude in a boiler room and she's like, oh, I did chess on the ceiling. I'm very good at chess. And it's like, good for you, Ryan Taylor-Joy. you got to give her time for the character it, development. I gave her two hours. I gave oh her the length of a movie. What do you need from me, man? you got to keep going. I have no other going. answer for you. I am sorry, but there is a, <sighs> there is a, there is a grace period for getting into this stuff. And I, I surpassed that grace period, and I was still not impressed by anything Queen's Gambit was doing. Tisk. Tisk. I think that's totally fair. I Two mean, it's hours. Fair. It's just like I just want you to go a little bit further, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't think the way they cover chess is that interesting either. Like they don't. I mean, I I get that it's not actually about chess, but like, yeah, all the chess stuff is just like, wow, she's really good at chess, and then the other guy is not, even though he's a man. And it's like, okay, 
and that was like every chess setting for the first two episodes. Yeah, that's because that's her intro. That's like that's the world she's coming up in. I know. And then she's going to start to actually make it beyond the limits of her past in the town she's in. And she's globe trotting and she's sometimes losing games and she's discovering her moral principles and making relationships with the young boy from Love Actually. Mm -hmm. And Dudley. She should have done more ceiling chess so she could get to I like the ceiling chess a lot. (laughs) I. That. Um, I've like had that so like not like I'm seeing things on the ceiling, but that type of like repeating things in your brain, sure, and like seeing them happen happens to me all of the time. Yeah, with like work stuff and like school stuff and like yeah, yeah. I just think her tripping out at this like boarding school and doing chess on the ceiling is about half a step removed from Russell Crowe seeing the fake girl that doesn't exist in a beautiful mind and oh writing my on God, windows. I just think they're in the same thing. Comparison. It's like the same corral is where both of these properties sit and I, I say no to both. Mm. It's a package deal and I'm sorry. No, I hate a beautiful it's mind. Not. And this was giving me a beautiful mind vibes. And I couldn't do it, Car. I couldn't do it. I'm sorry. I failed you. Yeah, see, this is an example right here. Everyone, <laughs> I gave it a shot and I didn't like it. And I said, I'll give it another shot. I gave it two shots. Guy. I know. Um, Saw 3D. Yeah. OK, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible movie. If you had to come, I wonder if you're on the same page as me. Okay. Here. If you had to compare this to one other movie that we've talked about on this. Oh, man. Pillows on the windows. What would you compare it to? Not this the, episode, but The Old Guard, of course, starring Charlie's Theron. No. <laughs> I, I have no idea. It reminds me a lot of the crazy Blair Witch. Yes, totally. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same vibe where it's like, hmm. It it's feels trash. like trash. No, yeah, like the worst yeah. trash. It feels like somebody else's trash, though. It feels like <laughs> no one involved had any love for or knowledge of Saw. Yeah. And they're just like, we're going to do boobs and we're going to yeah. do blood in yeah. 3D. Saw yeah. 3D. Yeah. The first scene when I said um, last time that I knew I'd seen it because there was a trap that I remembered. It was the first scene. Um, OK. Which is just the most stupid thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It was so yeah. funny. It's so off-brand saw like it has no sawness to it whatsoever this first trap i don't think they took it like saw takes itself so seriously yeah for better or worse this did not no it felt like through the whole movie it just yeah. is uh it's like a carnival show or something it's like right complete nonsense and not in the fun saw sequels way just in like bad i don't even remember i remember the opening which is I think kind of cool in that it's like in a public space. I think that's an interesting twist on Saw. Yes, it is. I think. But the trap sucks and the lady with the boys. It's so silly. Uh, And I remember Nine Inch or Nine Inch Nails. God. (laughs) Lincoln Park guy (laughs) with his back all smooshed to the car. I remember that. Yes. Uh, Don't remember a single other trap in this movie. Uh, well, there's the whole thing where it's the guy going through all of the traps that That's have to these. do with him pretending that he was Jigsaw. That's or no, was um a victim of Jigsaw. Oh, yeah. That's so stupid at the end. Yes. 
when he's putting the hooks in his chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, just climb up there. Yeah. Dude. And our the thing we had texted about, which was um, when there's the guy with the with the blindfold and he's having to lead him across right. like floorboards. Yeah, that was all right. I mean, it was fun. It was just yeah. like this. It was like uh, it was one where like it's so clearly not achievable, but it's like supposed yeah. to be. So it's like, what are we doing? I don't know. That's been saw for years now. I know, though. I know, I know, I know. But this one was just like, there's no way a person who's blindfolded could safely make it across there. No chance in a million years. Right. Yeah. It was fun. Plus, to try, I put though. the bottle on the plank so that he gets startled. That was <laughs> like, pretty God. awesome. Yeah. But also, Carly. Mm hmm. Not to dig this hole too deep, but who made this for him to be in? Hmm? Who put him on the thing? I don't know, man. Carrie always did, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Were you excited to see Carrie again? Um, in mm, <laughs> sort of, but the way they use him is kind of hinky. But yeah, it's a fun if you're gonna twist off the end of this series i guess that's a fine if not a little predictable twist you know at the end if you're gonna cauterize the stump yeah that was pretty gnarly uh that was so gross i'm actually not recording it which is gonna completely screw up all of this stuff so i am going to make sure that i'm recording you hello hi okay we're good um yeah i don't know car i saw i'm so i wish we could go back to someone being in a room and there's a bad device on them <laughs> instead of there's a guy in this gigantic Costco saw warehouse where mm. each room is like four people. And it's like this morality play that they have to go through where it's like, you, you didn't tip this waitress. <laughs> and then like, she's going to die because of money or something. And he has to make a choice. Come on. I'm so sick of this crap. Well, good news for you. We're almost done, brother. Yeah, I suppose. I'm yeah. I'm excited for Jigsaw. I don't know. Me too. I mean, I like it. I didn't hate watching this movie. Mm, there were parts I did, but overall, I guess. No, I'm so numb to it, I guess. <laughs> it's one of the worst looking movies I've ever seen. Yes. <laughs> Nothing makes it feels like there's just like weird little dialogue things that don't actually belong. Like it, yeah. it's a mess. It's such a mess. It's a safe room. Yeah. Or whatever he says. Oh my god, the cop is so great. Yeah. Saw cop is pretty awesome. I love saw cop. I love how they just completely destroy this character they built up over seven <laughs> movies of the evil detective where now he's just like Jason or something. He's just going around slaughtering people. Yeah, I don't know. They're doing like five plot lines in this one, which they always yeah. are. But this one yeah. just it doesn't work. No, no. But he puts the mask on her at the end and then it takes her jaw off. And that's great. Yeah. Wee. <laughs> Saw 3D, and uh, we're done with the mainline Saw movies. Now we move on to the reboot, 2017 or something stupid. Yeah, something like that. Like 10 years later, they're like, I don't know, let's do another Saw movie, but not call it Saw. I'm so we're bummed we're done, actually. I was having fun. No, yeah, I I, I really like the series. No. But uh, even though I, I, most of them have been pretty bad, but <laughs> bad in a way I can get behind for sure. Yeah. So. I'm just looking to see, hmm, Herm. Herm. 
Uh, I watched Borat 2. I thought it was fine. Hmm. What was, was your favorite hijink? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I kind of like just her eating the monkey, I guess, was pretty funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and lying about it. Uh, yeah. I didn't really know what to expect, I guess. And I was surprised by how heartfelt it <laughs> was a lot of the time. It's not like him like going around making fun of people. It's like him kind of telling this nice story in the context of 2020 being terrible or something. Yeah, I think that's like the general takeaway is everyone's just pleasantly surprised. That it's like a father daughter movie, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I guess my suspension of disbelief kind of kicked in a lot where it's like, they're not actually having this conversation with this guy because how would that happen where he's like he's misunderstanding that they want to have an abortion or something, even though she's talking about a little cake baby. Like, I don't know. I was just at some point. Oh, I, was just I think like, that's happening. This is, movie. this is just movie happening. I don't know. It's fun, but this is just movie happening. No, I completely disagree. <laughs> with like cameras there and everything. Yeah. People Why are dumb. Cameras there. I don't know. Tell the guy something. And it'll be like, oh, I'm excited to be on camera. And then that's it. I don't know. Uh, OK, sure. Uh, it didn't <laughs> hit for me in that way, I guess. I OK, know. yeah. Um, I watched The Will of Bees because I had to get my 2020 animated fo- fil- films on Film. films today. <laughs> uh, it was fine. <laughs> OK. Uh, the only thing I wanted to say about it was it has this really dark. We were talking about with. Uh, over the moon about how all these movies are about parents dying right in the willoughby's the parents are terrible and the kids are trying to orphan themselves oh that's the kind of cool thrust it's really interesting also how the parents are bad because they're not really villainous they're just like extremely neglectful parents okay but in like a very cartoonish way i don't know it, it worked for me the way these parents were evil Yes, hmm. it was kind of unique and uh, the animation is very nice, but it's kind of this like incoherent mess of a movie or something. So hmm. don't recommend it, but it had some interesting parts. Sorry, I'm steamrolling you, car. Maybe you have some other movies to talk about. I'm just going through my letterbox list. <laughs> okay, um, okay, okay. Paddington was the last one I wanted to talk about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I really wanted to like Paddington, but it just did not hit for me. I don't know why. I thought it was good. It, there's like a good movie in there somewhere, but then there's a lot of like, and then a fun pop song starts playing and they're all booty dancing in the kitchen or something. <laughs> it's just like, there's like, it would be nice. And then all of a sudden it would just dip into like bad kids movie for a little bit and be like, oh, yeah. I would be like cold water in the face. I'd be like, oh, I'm watching a movie. <laughs> oh. I, I'll tell you what I liked. <laughs> okay sure i really like nicole kidman yep as, she's like, great weird snake as cruella <laughs> deville too yeah, yeah. um i really like your shape of water gal i forget her name oh yeah 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 the mom she was very charming yep um i really like the mission impossible uh, <laughs> it was so stupid joke. i loved yeah. it i was okay. having so much fun okay sure um and i just yeah it's like a cute kids it was like i don't like kids movies i don't think sure um and this one was at least entertaining all the way through it was very inventive like visually a lot of the time 
Mm-hmm. There was like an auteur's touch going on here, but I think it's an auteur's touch on top of like a bad kids movie at some point. Mm. Like the script is not there. The plot is not at all. And it's just a bad, it's like what I would expect from a bad kids movie, but it just so happens that somebody cared or like the team cared about oh, it. Oh, it definitely so. feels, yeah, like it was made with love. Yes, but I just yeah. wish it was more of a movie underneath that, I guess. Yeah. Like nothing really happens in this movie. Which yeah, is fine. He gets, it's uh, fine. kicked uh, Peru. Yep. Darkest yep. Peru with his marmalade sandwich. Yeah, that's cute. Uh, good cast and everything. Like it was cool. Such a good cast. Just like people showing up for a scene or two. Just yeah. Like, oh, cool. Peter Capaldi's in this movie. Sure. Yeah. He's cool. And then, sure. I, I like the bathtub scene a lot, too. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. I thought they did it really well where he's looking for the Explorer through London. Mm-hmm. And, like, the little names are above the addresses, like, along the skyline. I thought that was a nice little yeah. visual. Or, like, when the flowers blow away from the tree because they're sad on their wall. Aww. That's all right. Yeah. I was just bored out of my mind, I guess, for <laughs> <laughs> duration. <laughs> and then, like... It's like okay, great. That's all I got on Paddington. Sorry. Okay, that's okay. The CG is kind of the CG. I feel like it's a pass in a way that a lot of other CG doesn't get a pass, where it looks really creepy and off. But everybody's like, "Look creepy at all." Paddington's so cute, even though he looks like Sonic the Hedgehog before they fixed him. No, (laughs) no. Uh, I don't know. He's got Crazy. a cute hat. Okay, well, that's good. He does have a cute hat. Are any other movies? Uh, I'll do Black Bear really quick. Okay. From one Black bear, bear to great. another. Okay. Um, I don't really know how to talk about it because I don't want to give anything away. Is it? But, yes. Hmm? Is it as Kaufman-y as it feels like it might be from the description? That's the... um. The comparison I was going to make is like, this feels like my I'm thinking of any things like the one you want. Yes. OK, this is like the kind of um, structure bending. Uh, you're unsure reality sort of thing that I'm looking for. OK, OK. Um, It's starring Aubrey Plaza. I think I said last time the guy from. Girls and Possessor and such, Christopher Abbott, and they are both, like, absolutely stupendous. And there's, like, a couple times... It did the thing a few times where, like, I was starting to think, like, oh, this is, like, kind of corny or something. Yeah. Um, Or, like, weirdly acted, and then you're, like, discovering, oh, like, that's all part of it. Um, Which worked super, super well on me. I think it's... Everyone's saying it's Aubrey Plaza's best performance. I think that's probably exactly right. Uh, She... There's definitely some humor in this, but it's, I would say, far more a dramatic film. Um, And I think she does, like, a really incredible job. Um, She's extremely, extremely talented, and she had, like, a lot, a lot to do in this one. Um, It looks really, really pretty. Uh, It's, like, set in... I guess, like, the general overview I can do is um, Aubrey Plaza goes makes movies and she goes to this you can't call it a cabin it's like a mansion cabin um (laughs) to stay with (laughs) this couple so she can write her next project 
Okay. Um, and uh, there's a lot of tensions everywhere and things go awry. Um, and there is one scene between uh, two of the characters that's just like people bickering that is like so... Um, Oh, God. Like, you know, when you're around a couple that sucks and you're like, this is the worst thing I've ever been through in my entire life. Uh, really great depiction of that exact <laughs> feeling <laughs> uh, where it's like, this is this is hell. It's hell for them. It's hell for me. What are we all doing here? Um, <laughs> Sounds great, Car. Yeah. And it was yeah, it was just like one of those. Um, I've never quite seen anything like it. And it to me delivered on that like it's not just like an empty um oh we'll try something weird it's like oh we'll try something weird and i want to watch it like a million more times so i can start to figure it out because i i yeah. i have some ideas but i'm not close at all i don't think Ooh. yeah when you have a movie like that do you go to the internet or do you try to like figure it out in your brain and then Never. This one I'm going to try and figure out in my brain. Okay. Like, I literally almost ran it back immediately after I finished it. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty tight, I don't know, like, hour 40 or something. I was like, what if I just do this? But sure. I didn't. Yeah. Um, okay. But I can't, like, I'm thinking of ending things I go to the internet because it's like, I'll yeah. never, I don't know. And that was a stu- that was a really deflating experience for me with that movie. It was like, oh, that's what this was. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and I think maybe that's also part of it is, like, I don't really, I don't know that anyone could figure Black Bear out. Like, I don't know if there's yeah. an answer quite, okay. or at least, like, a knowable answer, whereas I'm thinking of ending things, it really feels like there is. And that's kind of less fun, I think. Yeah, I'm thinking of ending things as solved. There's no... Right. Yeah, people aren't still, you know, figuring that movie out. It's, it is what it is, so... Yeah, and there's, like, themes you can pull right away from Black Bear. I mean, just from the premise, you know it's going to be, like, where does the art begin, where does it end sort of thing. Right. And that, like, of course, like, that's obvious, that's a theme. But there's, then you have the fun of, like, okay, so how do we, how do we start to draw those lines? How do we understand how people make movies? How do we understand how people make things? Like, yeah, yeah, fun stuff. Is this a theme of 2020? Do we need to add this to our list of themes? I was trying to think if it fit Mink. in the time thing and i don't think i can make it fit like that i just mean like whatever you would call this oh you're saying like art and artist yeah. is that the idea art yeah. about itself art devouring itself that's I'm true of ending things mank mank <laughs> this, there must there's probably others if we the will of these yeah <laughs> 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 Where did you watch this at? Mm, oh, uh, I paid like a stupid amount for it. Oh, great. Yeah. I won't fact check that at all. I believe you. <laughs> and then like gross wet noise of my eye blinking. Gross. <laughs> um, I don't have a question about this movie because I haven't seen it or know anything about it. But I do have a question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is your estimation... Or appreciation for I'm thinking of ending things changed at all since we watched it? Um, I think maybe in the month after I watched it, it grew on me. Okay. Um, and then I think I've stayed there. Like I yeah. think it's maybe better than I felt it was when I watched it. Yeah. Um and 
I'm really, really glad I watched it. And like, I think yeah. I had more of a fun time than I thought I did. Um, but I, I wouldn't put it up in like uh, yeah. the upper echelon of 2020 or anything. Why do you think that happens? What do you mean? I just like a lot of movies. I'm like, I come out of it and I'm all like pissed off about it. And then like a week later, I'm like, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. I mean, that's What's kind of like everything brains? in life, right? Like you yeah. react and then you like chill out a little bit and you're like, oh, yeah. but there's yeah. movies that doesn't happen with, I guess. Like, I don't think yeah. Saw 3D is good. <laughs> yeah. Now I have no more love for it now, but I do have this like, this like grudging appreciation of I'm thinking of ending things, even though I hated it when it, when I watched it. But I guess I can recognize some of the cool things it was doing or something. Yeah, I think I don't know if I want to stake this claim, but like when something people could say when something elicits a reaction like that, that's good. Yeah, right. Yeah, which might be true. But then also that like there's movies that I just hate because they're really bad. So I don't know how to. Right. Yeah. Speaking of which, Car, what's coming out to theaters? <laughs> okay. Unless you have something else you'd like to... Let me just do a quick double check. Okay. Okay, uh, there is one. Hit me. Um, re- oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, my okay, God. I'll, sw- I'll switch my one. I'll switch my one. Because the other one doesn't matter. I have a couple still. Car, I have like three, three more I wanted to talk about quick. So hit me <laughs> with as many as you want. Okay. Uh, Shithouse. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, 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 wow um shithouse is a tiny little movie um (laughs) hello episode title can you say the sentence one more time (laughs) shithouse is a tiny little movie okay good i like that um it's you know uh coming of age which i love sure um it's about a (laughs) you do love that (laughs) (laughs) 19 year old dude in his sophomore year or no freshman year of college sorry um who is having a hard time making friends he's like really really close with his family probably to the point where it's like inhibiting his um his ability to like immerse himself in college um and he mm, kind of starts this friendship tryst sort of thing with his um ra or okay. whatever you bad call idea dude <laughs> yeah um played by dylan galula who is in um her smell and various other things she's awesome oh okay um and it's kind of it's just like a really really good depiction of like the type of dysfunctional that you can be or that you may be when you're 19 uh like he he's trying and he he's he's a good person like you can tell that kind of right away um but he has no idea what he's doing and he screws up and he um is not always good to people in the way that he should be um and it's just like okay so he'll have this like thing where he screws up in this way and then he'll learn and he'll get better um and i think most notably like i would say i don't know maybe half an hour of the movie is just this like really fun depiction of this guy and the ra um having just like a fun night where they're both like 
had a couple drinks and they just like go on a walk together for a really long time and have like fun conversations. And it's just like the exact type of night that this type of character would be, uh, would hope so dearly would happen to him. Um, and it's really sweet. Yeah. It's like a very, very, very nice. Um, notably the guy also directed it and he's only like 23 or 24 or something like it. A uh, very exciting uh, career for this dude, I think. Aww. Um, and yeah, I highly recommend. It's like it. Um, uh, it's like a sort of nothing happens movie, but sure. I think Rumble it does for. a really good job at what it's doing. Okay. Yeah. You know what I respect about you, Car? Hmm. You. <laughs> <laughs> In a way that I seemingly cannot do, just seem to keep watching movies you really like. <laughs> you know? You're just like, I think this movie looks really cool, and it turns out it was, and I really liked it. Um, well, I don't try to watch movies that I don't think I'll like. I don't really either. Well, that's not true, I guess. Yeah, I feel like that's not true. Okay. Well, you do a good job of that <laughs> okay, thing. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm also... I'm served up what I'll like easily. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I feel like I'm in line with the general letterbox user and I can just go on letterbox <laughs> and be like, okay, Yikes. you all, my community, what should I watch? And they tell me and I do it and it's yep. good. And then you write your meme review of one sentence. No. And then an emoji. <laughs> no. You talk about an Anya Taylor-Joy movie and you do the yes. eye emoji, the no, lip emoji, and then the I eye emoji. I never. I think it's really weird how like normalized it is to like talk about a person like that. I, yeah. uh, She's ugly, huh? Yeah, which is insane. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Whatever. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. <sighs> well, uh, I also just letterbox serves me exactly what I'm looking for. So <laughs> Pets United, which is a, let's say, Chinese ripoff of Secret Life of Pets. That was <laughs> not very good, Carter. <laughs> I can't believe those are different movies. It uh, is astonishing how bad it is. But Netflix is proud to serve it to you and say, aren't you glad you're paying an increased amount per month Mm -hmm. to be able to watch Pets United? Yeah. I also watched the SpongeBob movie Sponge (laughs) on the Run, which is the third theatrically released SpongeBob film. How was that? Not very good. Okay. Um, it's it is appalling how much it is just the first SpongeBob movie again, hmm. while also being the plot of one of the episodes. Oh, Gary Can gets you tell kidnapped. Me what episode? Yeah, well, it was that one they did where Gary gets kidnapped and then he sings a song. Gary, you're my special friend. Where are you? That one? No, I don't recall. Okay. They did a whole, it was pretty late in the the timeline. They did a, oh, okay. like a half hour episode where Gary goes missing. And Aww. there's this really sad song. It's actually like a really good sad song that SpongeBob sings. Um, while he's looking for, or he doesn't even sing it. it this is all besides the point. Um, <laughs> so Gary just, goes missing. Gary goes missing and they got to okay. go find him. Uh, and it's a road trip movie in the exact same way that the first SpongeBob movie was a road trip movie where they're in the. The Patty Mobile or whatever, you know, that's exactly. But it's all 3D, and it turns out, Carly, here's the yeah. really insidious thing, Car. <laughs> Stephen Hillen- Hillenberg, the mm-hmm. the creator, didn't want any SpongeBob spinoffs, 
and then he died. And then no. there's this movie called the SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run. That's a stealth plug for their new SpongeBob spinoff camp crusty no. or something where it's young SpongeBob at a camp. So half this movie is characters that, you know, and love saying, I only remember when I met SpongeBob <laughs> at camp crusty. And then it does like a, and then that's like young SpongeBob talking to young Squidward at this camp. Cause this is the TV show that they're going to be making. That sucks. Awful. And then at the end, it's like, in remembrance, Stephen Hillenberg. And it's like, no. screw you. SpongeBob will be Sponge on the Run. Not a fan. And that really sucks. That <laughs> bums me out. It's got Keanu doing the Keanu thing where he's just like, it's funny that it's him. Well, yeah, like the David Hasselhoff cameo. Yes, but I just feel like it's so much. That, that was outside of the zeitgeist. This is just like Keanu's in everything now. So we have to have sure. Keanu's head talking to SpongeBob for half the movie. Um, do kids like Spongebob still? That is a fantastic question because I like Spongebob as a kid, but I am middle-aged at this point, Carl. So I don't know how this is happening. (laughs) I remember when Spongebob first aired 20 years ago. So I don't know. I don't think that, I don't know. Like, I don't see like Spongebob toys everywhere. It doesn't seem like it. I don't know what the replacement is either, though. To be honest with you, I don't. I was like Paw Patrol. Like, I don't yeah, know. that's where my mind went to. I don't know yeah. anything about kids. I don't know. I I could not name a new cartoon. Peppa like Pig. A, okay, okay, sure. <laughs> um, and the last one is just the trial of the Chicago, Chicago Seven. Oh yeah, which I thought was pretty good. Oops. Oops. I don't get it. I really don't. It was I just don't understand enjoyable. anything. It was just like about it. It was entertainment. I don't know. It was. I like courtroom dramas, and it was. Pretty I do good. too. I thought it was all right. It just feels like it, there's no. It's mushy. It's so mushy. It's pretty mushy. Yeah. I like the judge being such a bad judge. Man, that was a bad judge. Yeah. Get a new judge. <laughs> Come on, Eddie Redmayne. Yeah. I clapped at the end, though. I stood up and clapped when he was reading no, those you didn't. I was like, Eddie Redmayne, you are the man. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> Uh, that's the child of Chicago 7. I don't know. I thought it was a fun time. Okay. Come on. Good cast. Good performances. I don't mushy. know about any of that. Uh, Is it a good cast? It's a good cast. Come on. Come on, Carly. None of those performances matter to me. That's fair. I think it was yeah. a good cast, though. Okay. Well, you love Eddie Redmayne. I love and Joseph Eddie Redmayne because he's always like, mm. <laughs> I'm Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> I'm wearing a blue sweater. <laughs> I'm tilting my head and pursing my lips and going, mm. <laughs> Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> anyway, Car, what's what movies are coming out here? Wait, I got one more. Oh my god, <laughs> we can't do these this two isn't, weeks. This is it. This is it. This is it. Yeah, hit me. Severance. Um, I mostly <laughs> want to say it because I think you would like it. What um, is that, dude? It is a like British comedy okay, sold, sold. thriller. From... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had just a wildly fun time. I Aww. can't recommend it enough. It is so, 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 so silly. It's like this <laughs> uh, group of weird coworkers go on a corporate retreat, and people start like hunting them. Um, <laughs> and it's just dumb okay. and fun and violent and uh, yeah, I like great. all of these things. 
Yeah, there's like the character who does like mushrooms because of course there is. Oh my god! There's yeah. the pretty lady because of course there is. Et cetera, <laughs> pretty lady. Et <laughs> okay. Yeah. Remember, there was that movie that came out that was The Hunt, but it was in like yeah. Scotland or something. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Do you yeah. remember that? <laughs> yeah, I didn't that came watch out it this year. That yeah. came and went. Holy yeah. cow! Shame. This is not a new movie you're talking about, right? Severance. It's no, been like... no, no, no. Okay, 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 okay. It's from. Let me bloody it's tell like 2004 you. Two thousand four or something, isn't it, bloke? <laughs> yeah, really fun. Park the pram in the garden, the front garden. The garden. Oh, call a lorry. Um, final thought, car. Yeah. This Tom and Jerry movie looks terrible. It's coming out. What, what are we doing? What? They're making a Tom about? and Jerry movie, but it, it's got uh. It's got what's her face in it, and they look terrible. I don't know. Okay, that's all I had to say about that. What's <laughs> okay. uh? Also, sorry, really quick. I watched Rat Race again. Rat Race. That movie that we watched as children. No, where yeah. they're all trying to get the money. Yeah. No. Yeah. With Seth Green. Yeah. And like, is Whoopi, Whoopi. Goldberg again? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And John Lithgow's in it or something? Uh, that sounds right, but maybe it's wrong. I don't know. You could he, name like 30 actors and they all yeah. might be in it. Uh, Mr. Bean. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's so weird he's not in Paddington. Oh, sure, yeah. He's in Love Actually, though. Is he? Yep. Actually, Carly, fun fact, I'm pulling oh from my IMDb no, 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 no. trivia no, 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 section. No, 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 Did you no, no. know that Mr. No, Bean no, no, character no, no, no. in Love Actually was meant to play as sort of like a garden angel through all of these different plot lines, but they <clears> kind of scrapped <throat> it at the last minute, so he's just kind of in all the plot lines, but he's not actually, he doesn't have any actually impact on anything that's happening. He just happens to be there. Okay. But originally, right. the plan yeah. was for him to kind of influence all of these and try to save all these people. And that's why he's putting all the flowers and the potpourri in the guy's thing when he's at the store to get the jewelry that he's going to get for his wife, but then he gets it for his assistant instead. Do you remember that? Where he's like, no, 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 don't put all that potpourri in there because I got to get out of here because my wife's coming back and I'm going to get her a Joni Mitchell CD my card. Wife. Do you remember? Did you say my wife? Yeah. Carly? Yeah. Are you there? Yeah. What movies are coming out? Carly? Okay. I mean, so there's a lot, right? Because you missed a week. Wait, I'm sorry. What were we even talking about? Oh, Rat Race isn't a very good movie. <laughs> no, it's really bad. It's so bad. Does he like fly I can't believe into they a got cow? away with it. Does he go in a cow's butt? Does that happen? I don't know. I was only like half watching yeah, it, to that's be fair. perfectly honest. Okay. There's a helicopter scene that was pretty wild. Um, okay. It's got well, what's her face in it from misery, and she's like raising squirrels yeah. or something. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. We love Rat Race on I can't believe you remember that much about Rat Race. I love Rat Race, dude. I remember okay. everything. He burns his finger and then he gives a middle finger to the guy <laughs> and he starts talking like Hitler in there in Hitler's <laughs> car for some reason. Oh <laughs> okay, what's coming out? Fireball. Visitors from darker worlds. A journey across the planet and universe explores how meteorites, shooting stars, and deep impacts have awoken wonder about other realms and make people rethink their destinies. What? Where? That came out on November 13th oh, on Apple TV+. Plus. What are you 
pulling from? I am Greta. Greta Thunberg. No, 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 15. no. You can't do this. You can't do this. The I am Greta poster is really good. I saw it the yeah. other day. What else is coming out, Car? Oh, okay. Um, uh, I mean... Uh, oh my god, I mean, there's a lot. The first notable thing is that Minari is coming out, but not for us, so... <laughs> not <Sorry>. for us. <laughs> not for us peasants. Car, what is Minari? A Korean-American family searches for a better life when they move to a small farm in Arkansas. Oh, this came out in the past. This already came out, Car. I don't know. Everything's come out five times. Why it's is coming it... to limited on December 11th or was... came to limited on December 11th. <laughs> what does limited mean? I don't know what that means. Some theaters, I guess, are open and they're doing it. I know what benefit. I know we've talked about this every single episode, Carly. Yeah. But to whose benefit is it to have a movie that's done and to release it to a limited amount of theaters and not to the wider public? I don't understand it. I don't know. I'm not saying put it in theaters. I'm saying put it on the internet so I can watch it. Yeah. I would love to watch it. Oh, well. <laughs> 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 this is a bad plot description because all it's doing is the exact same thing where it says a character goes to a place, but it never says what happens. It never says what the movie's about. Movies aren't about a character going to a place, Carly. Sometimes they are. Name a movie like that. <laughs> Anyways. The prom was really good with what's his face. No. James Corden. <laughs> I was going to do a guess for James Corden in the prom. But yes. No, I've seen all the controversy over. Is there how... controversy? Oh, totally. Yeah. Because he's not gay. So he shouldn't have been cast or something. Oh, I didn't even realize that he was playing a gay character. It is funny how that was not applied to Sound of Metal. No, I and mean, I, well, I it kind of was. It. Like, they yeah. raised it. Um, and the justification for Riz Ahmed not uh, being deaf is that you're, like, experiencing his loss of hearing, you know? It's also, he wasn't born deaf. He goes deaf because, I assume, because he's metal drumming. Right. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think it's a fair, like, I don't think that's an unfair criticism, but uh, I guess, like, they I, tried to make up for it in, like, all of the other casting. I think at some point it's an unfair criticism. Yeah, I just don't know where that line is, and, like, I'm not yeah. the one who's going to make it for any of these choices. <laughs> Except for James Corden of yeah. Cats fame. Sure. I think people just don't want James Corden in movies, and to that I say, yep. Too sweet <laughs> what else is going on, Car? Um, okay, so the stand-in, I just want you to guess who's in this. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> the stand-in came to VOD on December 11th. A stand-in takes over an actress's career and identity after performing her community service uh, for tax evasion. Again, this is like the plot of like half of all movies, but sure. Okay. Uh, it's a man. It's a man. Okay. Um, who's also in a movie with Case Two this year? Oh, uh, Daniel Levy? No. Okay, I have no idea. Uh, go think Mel Gibson. I always am, Car. I always am. Uh, that sucks because now I have to try to figure out who's in the same realm as Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. 
TJ Miller is oh, in two God, movies this year. I don't know. I don't know. What other movie? Oh, he was in Underwater. Oh, That's my right. God, Carly. Yep. What are we doing? I don't know. Was this movie made like four years ago and it's just coming out now? Because that's what seems like happens. I hope so, but I don't know. I didn't look that hard. Oh, terrifying. Yeah, it really sucks. Um, Okay, uh, this movie I just wanted to call it because this is the worst plot description ever. Um, Hit me, hit me. me. Fatal on December 18th in theaters. Yes. Good start. Wow, 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 wow. A married man's life turns into a living nightmare when he is a one-night stand with a manipulative woman who turns out to be a detective. Don't tell us that she's a detective. That's crazy. (laughs) Why did that poor... That poor man was manipulated into cheating. (laughs) A living nightmare. (laughs) I hate when that happens. Oh, I hate manipulative women card. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, can I read the Monster Hunter description? Because I'm pretty excited for Monster Hunter, but it's coming out. Oh, this is really long. Never mind. Um, yeah. There's big monsters and I gotta go shoot them in the face. Yeah. And it's the Resident Evil man and woman. Hmm. I'm into it. Okay. I like I the Resident Evil it. movies. I think they're a lot of fun. This looks like a lot of fun. It's going to be bad. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Is it going to be bad? Is that determined? Probably. I mean, okay. the Resident Evil movies are bad, but I love them. Hmm. I love them. I love them. I love them. <laughs> so I don't know. Okay. John Garrity, his estranged wife, and their young son embark on a perilous journey to find sanctuary as a planet-killing comet hurdles toward... Is this what... Oh, dude, this is that movie with Russell Crowe. No. Greenland? It's somebody yeah. like Russell Crowe. Yes, that's why I put a guess. It is somebody like Russell Crowe, right? Exactly, yes. Is it Russell Crowe? No. Okay, my brain kind of started sparking there for a second. Okay. It's somebody exactly like Russell Crowe if it's yes. not Russell Crowe. You're right. <laughs> Your tone of voice is freaking me out. Um, it's Gerard Butler. Yes. Yep. Is it? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Very cool. They're exactly the same. <laughs> they are exactly the same. It's like that movie where she goes to Italy or whatever. They're just both him. They're just both <laughs> Russell Crowe. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Where he writes her letters because he's dying. And then it's like, go back to Ireland. This is like right on the tip of my brain. And I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's like the dude that kind of looks just like the dude who just died. Oh. Do you know what I'm talking about, Car? I don't know. I've seen this movie. Okay. Is, is there a rom-com? Is it it's a like rom-com? a rom-com, but it's like a sad rom-com. Proposal? Maybe. Sandy? Maybe. I haven't seen the proposal, so it wouldn't okay. matter. Okay. Well, that was Greenland with the... Uh, I remember us talking about Greenland, I feel like, on the first episode of this podcast or something. Yeah. Everything is so blurring together at this point. I've definitely seen the trailer for this. Oh, really? I think I was like, this looks all right. And you were like, Mm-mm. I could I could hear you <laughs> shaking your head. No. When I said we that, only so. get one um, planet killing comet sort of thing and it's melancholia. So there. Wow. I thought that was yeah. the moon. Yeah, it's something like that. Okay. It is the moon. I think you're right. Um, Max 
Reload 2, Yes, Max this Cloud. is insane that there is a movie called Max Wait. Cloud about this. Please read it. Wait, okay. <clears throat> this is not... I feel like to do this the service, I need to go read the Max Reload description first. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it might be hard to find. Oh, there it is. <laughs> That's a visual joke. <laughs> Max Reload and the Nether Blasters. <laughs> Fantasy collides with reality when a video game store clerk accidentally unleashes an ancient malevolent force. Okay. And what's tells the name you of- what's up? Yeah, yeah, I suppose. It doesn't tell you that it's co-starring Kevin Smith and it's terrible. <laughs> but um, so now we have that was Max Reload. This is Max Cloud. When a teenage gamer accidentally opens the portal. No. Yeah. You can't do this. It's insane. Into her favorite side school. Mm, see? Mm. Feminist, maybe? Mm-hmm. She becomes trapped in a notorious intergalactic prison. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to read the rest of this. This looks really bad or sounds really bad, Car. I can't believe they did that. I can't believe that they did that. The other notable one we should call out is Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which okay. is going to be nominated for like 30 million Oscars, I think. I'm excited. <laughs> the next 40 years are all just going to be the <laughs> yeah. Do you want to read the description? <laughs> yeah. Tensions rise when trailblazing blues singer Ma Rainey and her band gather at a recording studio in Chicago in 1927. So characters go to a place. Got it. Good plot description. Yeah. I'm intrigued. Um, every like still I've seen of this looks beautiful, and I've heard the Aww. performances are incredible. This is notably... Uh, Chadwick oh. Boseman's last performance. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Gotcha. Very excited. Okay. When a virus threatens to turn no. friendly alien hybrids against humans, Captain Rose Corley and her team of elite soldiers embark on a mission to an extraterrestrial world to save what's left of mankind. Characters go to a place car in Skylines December 18th. Bye. Yeah. I really hate to do this. I really, really hate to do this. Huh. But I, I watch Relic and I just remember that. Oh, Kara, how was Relic? <laughs> um, I loved it. Up to a point. I loved the last half. Yeah. I The first half didn't do anything for me at all. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm kind of the opposite, maybe. I don't know. Really? I just feel like there were maybe too many scenes of girl in house and house is weird. You yeah, know? but that's like my... That's I want <laughs> that's that. That's good. Yeah. 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 Would you think of like all the like. Whew, did, did it affect you at all when they were showing the cabin where the dude died? Because I found yes, that stuff totally. really disturbing. That felt so visceral. Yes. Very real. Yes. Which is crazy. A very real fear, I think. Is coming across someone. A while after they've passed yeah and also i forget if it was like when we recorded something but i feel like we've had the conversation of like what do dreams look like that's what dreams look like totally (laughs) okay well not that subject matter but like that's what a nightmare looks like to me is just like i'm walking somewhere yeah i see something it's like they edited it really well where it's like kind of flashes sort of i don't know it's kind of like tilt shifty, like the focus yeah. is a little weird going on. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of the ending? I mean, I 
I I had said I really liked the ending on here, and then I was kind of made to feel like an idiot. I think because everybody seems to hate the ending. Oh no! Okay, what did you? I like the ending. Okay, that last. I shot. was so grossed out. It's uh, a really kind of sweet metaphor, but also like very dark. Yeah, that they're working with. It's like a combination of like scary. Like I found yep. the humanoid sort of idea. Yeah. so scary like the, the moment when it's under the bed towards the beginning very oh scary. i forgot all about that where it's just kind of hanging out yeah yeah yep, yeah yep, you yep. see it like all the time and the one yeah. under the bed is just like you see a dark figure just breathing yep. and then it like looks up a little bit yep, yep so yep, scary yep, yep, yep um but yeah the like end scene i want to say i guess what happens yep. but uh there's like some really gross visual effects and then it becomes this like very sweet and moving um like last shot like, or so it's sweet but it's also very like cynical is not the word but yeah kind of just like it kind of hits you with the reality of family and parents and you know just yeah yeah it's <sighs> It's not the most complex thing in the world, but it hit me in a way where I was like, dang. Yeah, and I think it, like, they do a good job of, like, holding the tension of, like, the mother and daughter's relationship really well. Yeah. Where it never feels like they react. um, It always feels like they're reacting how, like, a slightly more complicated mother-daughter relationship would. Yeah. And that feels true to the very end. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And there's like a, there's a nice change of pace there at the yeah. end, I thought. Really cool. I'm just like really impressed at the, I, I yeah, I don't know. I don't want to give anything away, but the humanoid yeah. stuff I just think is like really visually inventive and really like, uh, works super well with the theme. And I found that great. Same. And they they're all they're all Australian. Yeah. Why do Australians like this Horror so movies? much? It just reminds me so much of the Babadook. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Lake Mungo. Oh, sure, that too. Yeah. I think they're just good at horror movies, Cara. Yeah, Australians. it seems like it. As a people, as every single one of them is good at making horror movies. Down under? Vegemite sandwiches. Okay, <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Um, yeah, I think that's about good card. <laughs> yeah. Well, are we just doing Christmas next time? Is that the I idea? think so. I think that's okay. the vibe. Or okay. I was thinking we do kind of maybe a quickie, and then I have the Christmas one in the chamber to upload like around Christmas time. Oh, that's a good idea. Like we do both maybe next weekend, but... I saved the Christmas one until Christmas or something. Yeah, I like it. Okay. So I got to watch some Christmas movies. It might just end up with me not having seen anything except Christmas movies is the only thing. Okay. <laughs> that we would be talking about. You well, know. Saw. Can we commit to Saw? Oh, I would love to commit to Saw. Okay, cool. Okay. I can deal with okay. that. And Hillbilly LG, of course. Um, oh, lordy, lordy. Connor, thanks for sitting down. We're back, baby. We're back. I'm going to tenant this backwards to last week. Dude, there's some of that, and it's so stupid. Yeah, that's awesome. No. 
<laughs> there are definitely moments in Tenet where it's just Christopher Nolan basically smelling his own farts on how cool backwards time is. And it's like, uh, yeah, he smells his own farts every single movie. Come on. But this is, there's nothing there. It's not even a pungent <laughs> fart. It's just like, it looks cool when I reverse this. But does it? <laughs> it does. Yeah. It does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, goodbye, Carly. Bye. <laughs>